Hey everybody and welcome to Podcast 55 where I talk about Dungeon Defenders some more. And during my second recording session, I had a migraine all day, so I don't know what I'm going to talk about just yet. I will no doubt talk about some stuff. Enjoy the stuff! This is my first chance to record for this podcast. Nothing new has really come up. I've been playing a lot of Dungeon Defenders, mostly on my own because my friends I play with can only play a few hours a few times a week. I haven't gone past where we did together. I'm leaving that for, you know, together time. I'm just replaying through, you know, the the dungeons we've done. And it's sort of something that sneaks up on you because you can play the dungeons at different difficulty settings as well as setting different modes, like the mode I'm using most often is called Hardcore, and that basically just means if you die during the combat section of the the round, there's so many waves that you go through, but if you die during the combat wave, you don't get back up. So it's all up to the towers to finish off the bad guys, since, you know, I'm playing alone. Or, you know, if you're playing in a group, it would be up to the other people in the group and the towers you have remaining. When the next build phase comes up, you know, the people that got knocked out are back up again and everything is fine again. Since I really never die, I don't see any reason not to use that mode because you get extra loots apparently. There is also a survival one, which is a different style of waves. I'm not sure exactly how it works because I haven't actually made it through one yet. I usually die at wave 14 on the first dungeon on easy. Apparently it goes up to 30. But like I said, I haven't gotten past 14 yet, so I don't know. It is increasingly more and more bad guys, and they get tougher. So, you know, it's a different way to play that challenge that normally only has, like, I think, six waves, you know, for the regular version of that. There's also a few other modes and a few challenge-type things where you're doing specific goals. We haven't done any of those, so I don't know what those are like. But I'm having a lot of fun playing um, the same class as I play with my friends, just, you know, solo. And that character is up to, I think, 51 now. So I'm quite a bit ahead in levels. Like I said, I haven't done any dungeons we haven't done together. So I potentially could, but I haven't. But mostly the coolness sneaks up on you because because I'm doing it to get, you know, different kinds of loots. And the different loots have different stats. And you can get sets of items by collecting one specific type of armor. Like, as example, all leather. So you get a bonus for that. But apparently the stats that are on the different armor types are all random. So now I'm starting to go through, I'm starting to look at loots, and I have, you know, sort of a cutoff point in terms of value. Everything above a certain value I'm keeping and putting and into sort of storage folders. And it's like every time I get close to a full set, I'll look at, you know, comparing the stats on that set to what I have. And so it's kind of addictive if you're into that sort of thing. One thing that I did notice was I was kind of sad because in some games that we've played together with my friends, sometimes the friends have taken a long time to set things up. And I got kind of sad about that because, you know, we do have such a limited amount of time to play. 
it was kind of like, you know, I wanted to hurry them along and play. And it took me sort of a while to realize, especially when I, I tried out one of the friend's classes and discovered it's a little bit more complicated to set things up as that character. But one of the things I'd kind of forgotten is that, you know, just hanging out with the people and talking and having a good time is, you know, the most important thing to me. And, you know, spending time setting things up, you know, it's part of the game, but it's more important that we are together and having fun and having a good time. You know, it doesn't matter that we are, you know, in the combat phase fighting things and fighting, 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 or if we're in the building phase and planning. You know, it's all part of the game and it's all good and it's all fun. And, you know, I should just relax if it takes some people a little bit longer to set things up because their class is more complicated or, you know, they're thinking about the strategy or whatever. Because it's all part of the fun. And, you know, as long as we're all having a good time, you know, that's what matters the most. Like I said, not really anything else to talk about it. I pretty much said everything kind of important to say, I guess, in the previous podcasts. And this being my first recording of the week before this podcast goes out. Um, who knows? Maybe I will have something else to say. But right now, that's all I can think of. So I've been playing Dungeon Defenders quite a bit more. My main friends that I play with had some stuff going on this week. And this is my second recording session. So this is at the end of the week compared to the start of the week when I had my first recording session. And in the in-between time, I knew I was probably going to be playing by myself a lot. They're only on a few times a week. And I knew one of the times they could potentially play, they were doing something. So I figured I probably wouldn't see them more than like once during the week. As I mentioned before, we're doing the main campaign sort of in a group, you know, one dungeon at a time. And I didn't want to get ahead of where I was in that. So I tried to think of stuff I could do on my own besides doing the ones over and over and over and over, um, you know, as an alternate thing that I could do. One of the things I decided to do was take another look at the hunter. I really like the knight and the play style in terms of, you know, their blend of how their traps work and how, you know, their melee attacks work. But I found out once you get in a group with basically more than one other person and you turn it up to, you know, a reasonable difficulty or, you know, higher, or, you know, you just simply have a full group of people, there's just so many bad guys coming at you that I don't want to be anywhere near melee because it's just crazy chaotic. So I wanted to take another look at Hunter and, you know, think about a ranged class that I could play besides my main class, you know, sort of as support to the group. And for that, I would put, you know, most of my points into the hero instead of the towers. In this case, they would be the traps. But, you know, if my other friends aren't playing the hunter or, you know, we have enough tower people making towers and maybe we could use some different kind of trappish things, I thought, you know, maybe I'll check it out and see, you know, if I really do hate it so much I don't want to play or if I want to make this my new main helping body instead of the melee. Because the melee is just, like I said, it's just insane. It's great for fighting really big heavy boss critters. But there's so few of those in a dungeon run that it's like, you know, if I'm going to make something that's all about the hero, then 
you know, I need to pick something that is something I'm going to enjoy playing instead of something I'm going to not want to be in the thick of things because the thick of things is just crazy. Anyways, big, long, rambly intro. As I mentioned at the start of the podcast, I've had pretty much a migraine-level headache all day, so my brain is kind of... And I I don't know what I'm going to say, so it's kind of probably all over the place for this section. Anyways, big, long, rambly intro to that. So the thing I thought of that I could do is there's this special costume for the, the Huntress character, and I decided, you know, it would be pretty cool to get that. So it is a downloadable content. You spend two bucks, and it works a bit differently than the normal downloadable content, and that's kind of what I'm going to talk about. What it does is it doesn't unlock the costume immediately. What it unlocks is access to a level, and that level is a special Halloween thing they had going on, you know, back at Halloween, but now it's, you know, extra downloadable content you have to pay two bucks for, and that recommends level 60 or higher. And supposedly, according to the wiki, if you beat it on hard or higher, it unlocks the costume for the character class you beat it with. So I was like, okay, cool. My high-level character that I play by myself is almost level 60. I'll go ahead and and get this and try and do it. And, you know, by the time I figure out where to put my towers and stuff, I'll, I'll probably be 60 or higher and should be able to do it. And in theory, since you can switch your character during any build phase to any character you want, if I can make my towers awesome enough in terms of placement and, you know, rank of towers, I could just switch in that one last wave right before the combat starts and then be, you know, my low level of the class I want the costume for. Well, this has turned out to be much, much, much more difficult than I originally thought and why I'm going to ramble about it a little bit. I have spent probably the last 15-ish play hours just trying to unlock the costume. I have not been able to beat the level. I have not figured out optimal tower placement for my main class that I play. And I'm beginning to wonder if this is really a fair deal to me. Now before you go, oh, just get a few more levels and you're fine. Note that the last time I tried it, As of, you know, a couple hours ago when I left to come to work, my main character is no longer just below 60. I am level 71 with what they are calling godly tiered gear, you know, in all my slots. So I'm not only, you know, 11 plus levels higher than what is recommended. I'm wearing gear that's considerably awesome, you know, compared to what's being dropped. You know, 95% of the stuff that drops in this dungeon even at hard setting, you know, it's just stuff I go, oh, this junk, I don't want it, this junk, I don't want it, this junk, I don't want it. And I'm making a really ridiculous amount of money in terms of, you know, all this stuff that I'm throwing away. Those of you who don't play this won't make much sense to you, but I'm making about 150 to 250000 per wave. When I started, I had just under $2 million banked. And now, you know, like three days later, I think it is, I've got almost 9 million banked, which you can't really spend it on anything except for pets. I suppose there is an open market. I could look around there for stuff, but I don't know. There's plenty of stuff dropping that I can get and tweak to pretty much however I want. And that's part of the fun of it is getting lots of different loots and checking out loots. Is this one better? Is this one better stats? Maybe I can get this one that has, you know, this bad stat and this okay stat and this really great stat and then just tweak up those bad stats because you can 
spend money improving items you get. So anyways, another big rambly tangent. But the point was, I spent, you know, two bucks, granted it's not a whole lot of money, unlocking this downloadable level with the intent of unlocking a costume for one of my, you know, potential characters that I would play with my friends. Like I said, I've spent 15 hours. Most of it was very fun, but the last few times I've tried have just been getting more and more frustrating and annoying and disappointing. Now granted, if I'm getting some downloadable content, I would hope that it would not be, you know, instant or easy or, you know, just give me something for free. I would hope that it would be something challenging and fun and, you know, cool. The other things I downloaded were different character types. They were basically almost copies of the original four you get, but they do have slight differences and they have different appearances. So that's cool. And that was, I think, five bucks and it immediately unlocked. I didn't have to do anything special. There was a class that I unlocked for, I think, two or three bucks that was pretty cool. Uh, One of the people I play with regularly plays that as their main. And there probably won't be, you know, too many times in the evening we play without him. So while it's pretty cool and it's pretty different, I'm not, you know, that into it. I'm not super into playing it. But I got it and I thought I'd try it out. And so, you know, I have that and that unlocked, you know, immediately. I also got the Barbarian, which I I mentioned, you know, I I discovered I did not like. Which is kind of sad because, you know, I can't return that. But again, that was, you know, immediately downloaded, immediately unlocked. It was like two or three bucks, so I'm not I'm not going to cry over it or anything. But this one has been really annoying. So that made me kind of think back to other games that had, you know, downloadable content in the past. Sometimes I've downloaded stuff that were, you know, different character classes or different weapons. But mostly downloadable content is, you know, additional content in terms of how you play through the game. You know, different levels or, you know, new areas or like an expansion. And so this just kind of threw me off, I guess, and made me wonder, you know, is this something I really agree with? Or is this something I'm really upset about? Or is this something that's actually really cool and hidden and, you know, I just have to get up to, you know, 75 or something before I can beat it? I honestly don't know. I wasn't expecting to spend, you know, 15 plus hours unlocking it. I was expecting to maybe spend a couple hours unlocking it. Since I had a character, you know, they recommend 60. My character was 60. You know, I wasn't expecting to have to invest this huge amount of time after I get it just unlocking this costume for my character that I might sometimes play. So I don't know. I'm probably not going to write the company and complain or anything. But it does seem kind of odd that, you know, they have this recommendation of level 60 and it's like you're supposed to get this costume and it's just this fun, silly thing. I mean, it's not like it's going to destroy the the game balance because I have this silly costume. It's just a cosmetic thing. You know, why didn't it unlock for free? I understand why it didn't, you know, originally unlock for free because the downloadable content and the mission, the dungeon as it were, were originally free back in Halloween when it, you know, first came out. It also required a higher level of difficulty to get the costume. But again, you know, it was free. It was new. A lot of people were playing all the time. You could probably go on and get a group pretty easily to go through it. Now, you know, I I don't really want to play with, you know, people I don't know online. But I did peek once or twice and nobody was playing that mission. So it's like, you know, 
can this really be done by myself? Or is this really an inaccurate statement of you need 60? Is it really you need like 80 solo or, you know, 65 plus with godly geared people and a full group? I don't know, but it makes me wonder, you know, about downloadable content. You know, I always ramble about downloadable content because I always have the mixed feelings about them. And that, you know, you buy it and you don't like it. There's no way to return it. There's no way to sell it. There's no way to, you know, trade it. It's yours to keep forever, like it or not. Only in very, very, very rare circumstances have I ever heard of people, you know, the company in question, like giving a person, you know, their money back for the content and then, you know, saying sorry and and taking it back, as it were. And what's more distressing is, you know, I, I would warn people just to be very careful about downloadable content in terms of, you know, knowing what's required to get, you know, whatever it is you're trying to get. But in this case, there really wasn't any warning other than they recommend level 60. Checking the wiki and checking the forums, there really aren't any comments about it. And I find it really surprising, especially since back in the day when it launched, it required a much higher difficulty setting to get the costumes in question. So I don't know. Um, I guess just kind of rambling and venting a little bit and being a little bit sad. I suppose if I can get it soon... You know, I will feel very proud and accomplished, and I probably would have learned something fairly important in terms of, you know, how I can play the game strategically with my class, and I will, you know, feel that is a lesson worthwhile. But if it takes me another 15 plus hours, and it's just grinding levels out, and I'm just not high enough level, then I'm going to be, you know, kind of upset, because that's not, you know, what was advertised, I guess you could say. So again, um, I guess just rambling, and that's probably the end of my rambling about it. Last podcast, I highly recommended Dungeon Defenders to anyone who liked tower defense games and action-style games. If not, uh, I just did, so there you go. The coolness of it kind of sneaks up on you, because like any good tower defense game, you know, there is a little bit of randomization in terms of how the bad guys come at you, and, you know, each level has sort of a different strategy, and there's you know, far more ways than one way to finish any level. When I play online with one of my friends who is the same class as me, he often will put towers in completely different places and use different towers than I do. You know, sometimes he'll ask, how do you do this? But a lot of times he'll just go and put his stuff around and I'll be like, hmm, hmm, hmm. And I can see, you know, sort of how his strategies are working and what he is thinking about. And so the game is really kind of cool and interesting in that you can do that. You know, people have different strategies. They have different tactics. And as I mentioned before, you know, they have different builds. Maybe he's spending more points on his hero, less points on his towers. You know, he mentioned that his towers don't reach so far. I said I usually put my tower here and here because they reach, you know, this far. And he's like, well, mine don't reach that far. So, you know, because of how he has specced his character, you know, his strategy is different. 
And also the bad guys come out of, you know, certain doors and they move certain ways. But there is some randomization. I think the numbers are always fairly fixed. I don't think there's too much variance in the numbers. But, you know, slight variances in how they move, slight variances in, you know, where you position your towers, the different people you're playing with and the different stuff you have and your different stats. It all makes for very different games each time you play, pretty much. Granted, you know, I have played 70-plus hours now, mostly on the same, I would guess, six maps. So, you know, it does get kind of old, I guess you could say stale, maybe. But it's still very fun. You know, whenever I play with my friends, I, I look forward to that time. Even if we're playing through levels we've played before, you know, all of those random elements and all of those elements of, you know, different people playing differently and doing different things, it all makes it very, very interesting and very, very fun each time I play. Ahoy there, and welcome to the treasure chest. We gather to thank those who surrendered booty to the rabbit. I'm sure we can all agree we love a little booty now and then. <laughs> the following be all the rapscallions that donated their booty. We do be thanking Tinzian for the small pile of gold for the work rabbit has done on the Death Before Dishonor soundtrack. He do be wanting to spend it on something fun, but logic prevails in that he shall save it for an airship to replace the one which has broken. Three cheers for donations. Hip hip. Arr. Hip hip. Arr. Hip hip. Arr. So I guess that is it for this time, and we are at the end of another Rabbit's Rambling podcast. Yay! As I mentioned at the start, I've had, like, a really bad migraine all day. I don't know what is up with that. My eyes kind of hurt, and I'm, like, really, really, really tired. I don't know if it's just, you know, still getting over the cold, or if it's a new cold that's sort of, you know, stealth cold. Or if it's just that, you know, I'm not getting enough sleep. The weather is getting a lot nicer and it's getting warmer and who knows, maybe that's affecting what sleep I can get. I have been kind of extra sad lately, you know, with the warmer weather coming up, I want to go out and do, you know, more different things. And it's not like I have a lot to do or anything, but usually when it's in the summertime, I'll, you know, take a lunch and go out and have a picnic, as it were. You know, eat somewhere out, you know, that's nice. In terms of, you know, being out somewhere with grass or whatever and peaceful and quiet in my car. Or, you know, there's often the summer movies that come out. You know, I would like to go to the movies and, you know, I do that at night and so I need a car for that. And so I think there's been a lot of extra sadness and I guess probably, you know, depression because, you know, I still don't have a car. It has been six months. Yesterday and today I pretty much checked every half hour or hour for cars, even though, you know, there's not that many posts. And it's just, I don't know, it's, it's probably just depressing me extra. Because, you know, I go through and it's like, oh, that's broken, that's broken, that's broken, that's broken. And then, like, one the other day, there was, you know, this really awesome car. It was really cute. It was in my price range. 
He said there was nothing wrong with it. I don't know. You know, you never know until you go drive it and check it. But he said it was basically somewhere that would have been half an hour bus ride south of where I was. And so I called him and we talked for a bit. And I'm like, okay, well, what's your address to come, you know, and I'll come check it out and maybe buy it. And he tells me this address that is not only not where he said, but if I had a car, it probably would have been 45 minutes the other direction across the bay from me, which, you know, not having a car, the bus transit thingy was showing, you know, two and a half to three hours one way. So I'm like, why didn't you post the correct location for it? Why didn't you tell me this up front? Why is it, you know, way over there instead of where you said it was? So that was really extra depressing because, you know, that was a big pain in the butt. I guess I suppose all things considered, you know, things are moderately okay. I'm I'm getting better over my cold, you know, unless this migraine level headache I've had and my eyes hurting is a new cold. And, you know, I'm sleeping mostly okay, probably better than average, I guess you could say. And, you know, I, I do get to have fun and play with my friends that are online, you know, a few times a week. Not as much as I would like, but, you know, they have jobs and lives, and so that is understandable and fine. And things are, you know, moderately okay with me, all things considered. So, you know, it's okay. Maybe I will have something more interesting to talk about next time. Checking the calendar, it looks like Diablo 3 might actually be out by the time I do my second podcast recording next week. So I might have that to talk a little bit about. I guess Max Payne 3 has been delayed, even though you know I decided I wasn't going to have the money to pick it up. I guess that was delayed by like a week. I can't really think of anything else to talk about. So I guess that is it. And hopefully I'll see everybody next time. Okay, thanks, bye. It's getting kind of hard to believe things are going to get better. I've been drowning too long to believe that the tide's going to turn. And I've been living too hard to believe things are going to get easier now. I'm still trying to shake off the pain from the lessons I've learned. As I previously mentioned, I don't want to get ahead in the main campaign as as I mentioned before, I don't want to go ahead of the as I mentioned before, we're doing it but this one has been really annoying, kind of like this guy coming to the door right now. Inhale, you are becoming more and more calm. You are feeling more and more relaxed. Inhale, calm. Exhale, relaxed. Inhale, calm. Exhale, relaxed. You have been listening to Rabbit's Ramblings. If you would like to see the show notes or feed the bunny by sending a donation, you can find the show website at www.rabbit.com slash podcast slash rabbitsramblings.html. If you would like to send me an email, you can do so at rabbit at rabbit.com. 
If you friend me, you can also post on Facebook at rabbit.com. You can follow me on Twitter and YouTube at rabbitdotcom. It's rabbit.com, but with not a period. When you type rabbit's ramblings, don't use the space. And be sure to put the number one in place of I whenever you type rabbit. Rabbit's Ramblings is copyright 2012 and is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Share Alike license.